This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's Thanksgiving, and we kick off the holiday season by kicking things. Biz invents something, Teresa is still in the darkness, and we talk to singer Amy Helm about her new album, Didn't It Rain. Woo! I don't know a Thanksgiving song to make the woo into without warning you. There aren't Thanksgiving (laughs) songs, right? Are there Thanksgiving songs? There's like an Adam Sandler one that came out in the uh, 90s. Oh, yeah. Turkey. Turkey. Something like that. That's my really shitty Adam Sandler impression. You had a nice Adam Sandler-y <clears throat> face and gesture going with it. That I did. Worked. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much. And let me quickly turn it into something sad and despair. <laughs> Whenever that man is on television, he always just looks like his wife's about to come up behind him and tell him to stop mm. doing that. I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just looks broken. Anyway, yeah. enough about the Adam Sandler <laughs> Thanksgiving song. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. Ha- happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Teresa? Yes? How are you? Oh, geez. Um... <laughs> Gosh, wow. Um, Are you about to get stuffed? Man, (laughs) I may just already be cooked. I had a husband away thing. I'm still in it, actually. Um, Like an eight-day husband away thing, Mm. Um, which started out fine, but Mm. I'm just so tired now. We've had some bad nights of sleep. And my house is such a mess and I have that thing where like I'm walking around just seeing it all and I can't bring myself to physically do anything about it right yeah, now. Yeah, that's, that's a real place, it's by the really, way. Yes. It's really happening right now. <laughs> um, and uh, Oscar had a really high fever over the weekend and Ugh. got this like weird rash on his belly. Nice. And I'm like, what? what is this? And he's miserable, you yeah. know? Um, poor guy. And he, so he was up in the night and he, he, when he gets up in the night, it is, I, I mean, I'm lots of kids I'm sure are like this, but again, my first was not like that. My first, he just, he sleeps at night. Nighttime is when he sleeps. Right. And uh, once he gets to sleep, it's hard for him to fall asleep, but once he's asleep, he's out. You yeah. know, when Oscar wakes up in the night, he, he just wants to be up. He yeah. doesn't want to get in my bed. He doesn't right. want to be in his bed. He doesn't want to snuggle on the couch. He doesn't want... There's, like, nothing to do to, like, settle him back down. Yeah. He's just escalating everything. Ugh. And he's crying and he's fussy. And, you know, we did the medicine. And he wanted more medicine, which I can't give him. And he's freaking out about that. Yeah. And he wants lots of things that I won't give him. And he wants to play. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been... I'm just out of it. I'm just totally out of it. Um, One thing that was nice was that my mom was there for the last couple nights. And so she she witnessed all these nighttime shenanigans <laughs> with Oscar. And she she just told me the next day, like, that is really hard with him during the night. Like, and this yeah. is somebody who's raised three kids. And, you know, they never did, like, sleep training or anything. Yeah. It was always crazy yeah. in my house growing up with night sleep stuff. My mom was like... Oscar is really hard at night. He he's really this is really really hard. He really it, this is very challenging That's at night. Make me cry. No, That's it good right? mom. It That's made a... me it made me feel so much because yeah. I was like like I just felt bad that I was like like feeling whiny about it or something yeah. and I just it was just so nice 
to have my mom say that. Like, because I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, you can be in that place where, like, I, there's two worlds of feeling isolated with your kids. One world is the, you know, this is, no one knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. My kid's the only one who does this. And there's the other one that's like, I am the only person who feels bad about this. Right. Right? Like, like so why it must be me. It's me. I'm probably yeah. crazy. This is hard for me, but for somebody else it wouldn't be. For the rest of yeah. the world it probably isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, wow, that is so nice to hear. It was great. It was really yeah. nice to hear. And also just nice to have her back up on a lot yeah. of things over the weekend. So thanks, Mom. Good job. You're the best. Aww. Uh, How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I am all right. I just, Stefan was also traveling for Uh a week. And I think you and I both have had a lot of them being gone. Yeah. Like just in the last six months. Yeah. Like almost every month there's a big chunk where they're gone. Yeah. And I really went into this one super rested. And so this was great. Uh, And like three days in, like all of my Mm. like, we're going to do this just Mm -hmm. went right out the door. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I got really frustrated. And anyway, not actually what I wanted to share today. Mm. What I wanted, but but emotionally, I am kind of put back together for Mm. this week. So yay. Um, Katie Bell, uh, in the LA Times funnies, or comics, depending on what you call it. There's a little section for kids where kids can submit stories or art or whatever. And when Katie Bell discovered that you could do that, she wanted to do it. So, like, months ago, we probably have sent in, like, four different, like, pieces of artwork, right? Like, you know, it's something that she drew or it's about a book that she likes or whatever. And then every Sunday, Katie Bell goes to the paper and, like, looks, and it's never there. And I just think, God, they're probably getting millions of these. It's never coming in. To the point where we've kind of stopped making a big deal about looking. Mm -hmm. Last night, the paper's been sitting on our cat table all Mm -hmm. day yesterday. I take it to bed, the funnies in the travel section, mm-hmm. <laughs> like open it up. And I'm just reading the funnies. And Stefan had just gotten home from his trip. He's starting to like fall asleep. And I was like, it took me a second to recognize it, but it was totally Katie Bell's oh artwork. It was so her fun. drawing of Zeta the Space Girl, oh which God. is like a comic that she reads or that we read with her. And it was so great. And it says what school she goes to and how old she is. And we were like freaking out. Yeah. And she th- was already in bed. Yeah. We were oh. like, should we wake her up? No, yeah. but we want to. Yeah. But like, it was such a, it was like such a mom yeah. moment of like, and one day when she's 30, yeah. I'll give her a folder. And in that folder will be yeah. all the news clippings that, you know, where she yeah. has ever had her picture in or like, yeah. you know, in the kite contest at the park, like whatever, yeah. you know? And like, it's so going in that folder. Oh, that's so cute. And I think about like how awesome this is as a kid to like have your thing picked. Yeah. I just, I was just like, um, oh, it just kind of cleared my like sort of crazed parenting cobwebs yeah. for a second. And I was like, this is a happy moment. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a know. really good moment. And I'll post it on. Uh, I'll post it on the page because okay. uh, I'm a proud mother. That's so awesome. It was very sweet. Good job. Um, thank you. Speaking of good job, we are kicking off the holiday season, uh, and to kick it off, we would like to bring back. The official hashtag mm-hmm. hiding in the bathroom for yep. the holidays. Yep. Uh, for those of you who don't remember or are new to the show, this is a time 
where you try and find as many reasons to get away from whatever you don't want to be involved in at that particular moment. Uh, for me, it was always a lot of like when we did Thanksgiving last year, Ellis wasn't walking because he uh-huh. walked like really late. And everybody was like, he'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. He's going to walk tomorrow. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, oh, whatever. It's just like a lot of that. fucking talking about walking. Yeah. Like, I just was like, and that, that is like, there are worse things people could be bugging me about yeah. or talking to me about. Yeah. But I was, so we were like on the other side of the country. It was so late. And I was just yeah. like, I don't feel good. Or Alice needs to breastfeed or like mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just excuse yourself to the bathroom. Yep. Take your phone. Yep. Give yourself a little you time. Yep. And you and then you can hashtag us hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. Send us a picture of yourself <laughs> hiding in the bathroom <laughs> or just say whatever you want to say. Whatever's hiding on your in the mind bathroom. That's and then right. you're hiding in the bathroom. So hashtag hiding in the bathroom. You could even back that up with a hashtag, you know, OBM if sure. you want for yep. one bad mother. Uh, but you're all going to be able to do it. You're all going to survive. And yeah. I think this week we want to start off the holidays with talking about how hard it is sometimes to get into that holiday spirit. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes? I I legitimately want to know what you guys are doing for Thanksgiving. We're not doing anything. Okay. Just our family. Just be together as a family. Jesse will cook. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like... Something as a family. Yeah. yeah that's it. We're staying in L.A. Yeah. Not doing We're going... Thing is, we're going up to the Bay Area for Christmas. Yeah. We're going for, like, a full week. Yeah. Big thing. So, we're just staying home for Thanksgiving. Do you... Are your kids at an age where they're aware of Thanksgiving, and do you guys make any sort of big deal reference about Thanksgiving? Um, We... I mean, I don't think it's—Thanksgiving it, has never been a huge yeah. deal in our family, I guess. I mean, we always celebrate it. We yeah. always do something. Um, this is actually the first year that we'll be celebrating it just the four of us mm. ever. Right. Um, so usually we're with some extended family. Um, it's not usually that big of a deal. Like, Jesse likes to cook, but he's not that into turkey. So, like, right. some years he'll make something different. He's made, like, meatloaf before. He's made—I can't remember what all the, all the stuff he's made. But, like, um, it's— it's a nice one, but it's not like like not we're, like we're definitely more Christmas people. Do you we're are you going to make Christmas. your kid uh, kids say why they're thankful? I mean, do you ever get into any of that stuff? Sure, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Come on, all right, good. I'm just like because there's some like traditions with oh, Thanksgiving yeah. that I'm like. Even if it's not like a big decorating well, or like a big like, yeah, pull out the we'll turkey record. Something I don't know. We'll make we'll make a craft. Simon will help Jesse with some of the cooking. Okay. Maybe we'll like make a pie together or something, or okay. so, we'll do something. Um, and then I think talking. It's hilarious because the words out of your mouth were, "Are you gonna make them say what they're thankful <laughs> for?" Or anything? <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to make them say what they're thankful for. Well, then what's Thanksgiving? But, what's the point of Thanksgiving if but not I, demanding things from your children? I think it's a great time for us to bring up the idea of gratitude <laughs> and talk and share some of the things that we are thankful for and talk oh. about that together. Yes. Good. That's a much healthier approach. That's fine. Uh, what about you guys? Okay. So we are... We're also... 
Get it Thanksgiving Day proper. It's just us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, we're going to go to his parents' house, which is about an hour or so away. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do like a spread uh, oh, of food. Uh, but at home, we're, we're, I think we're going to like actually make some fried chicken. Oh, nice. We're going to do a couple of the stuff that probably wouldn't be at his parents' house, like mm-hmm. the sweet potatoes with like the brown sugar and the oh, marshmallows on top. Yeah, oh, my God. Right? That is Good the best. Stuff. I'm um, coming over. That's right. I'm going to make it. I am a big fan of old school, like green bean like the green bean casserole mm, yeah. where it's like literally the can of like Campbell's yeah. soup yeah. and the like fried onions and stuff sure. but like I'm, the first I'm down time, for that first time I ever did that yeah. stuff and was like what is this <laughs> like, it is called tradition <laughs> um, anyway so that's funny we were like stovetop people growing up. You yeah, know, sure. Like the 70s and 80s in yeah. Alabama and everybody worked like yeah. that uh, and then okay this is kind of and then we're gonna oh, I guess we'll talk about being thankful in a supportive environment. Mm-hmm. But here's what I want to get at today. Mm-hmm. And you may not be feeling this. Okay. Uh, but here's where I am. So, it ha- listeners to the show might know, sometimes I'm having a particularly hard week or month with these two children. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a lot mm-hmm. in their own unique ways. Remind us of their ages. Katie Bell is six. And she is, she's really smart. Uh and she so there's she needs to be doing stuff like all the time. Mm. And a lot of times she doesn't want to be doing those things by herself. Right. And I don't blame her. Yeah. But my attention does fall a lot on the two year old. Ellis will be two on the thirtieth of this month. Yay. I know. Happy I birthday, know. Happy birthday, Ellis. Uh, so he's gonna be the thirty on the thirtieth, turning two. And he is a lot. Mm. He's just a lot of kid. We just I don't have to go through it again. You guys all no. know what I'm talking yeah. about. He's a fucking lot. And I really love them both. And they are literally wearing me out. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. very hard to find, you know, the rejuvenating time, especially with Stefan traveling so much. It's like just been very hard to find the time that I need to sort of get myself in line, yeah. right? Yeah. So my patience has been really worn thin. My energy has been worn thin. And here we come up on the first of the holidays. And I love holidays. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I love, we used to cook like crazy. I love, Stefan, I love making all the stuff. We make everything from scratch and just like super awesome stuffings and rolls and turkeys and like all this really cool stuff. And in my brain, I'm like, well, we're going to make crafts. We're going to do something hand you know turkeys out of your hand Mm, cut them out crafts and like i don't know it's like i have this idea of what i want us to be doing Mm -hmm. and it seems impossible Mm -hmm. right now i'm just like i'm gonna fucking cook yeah i can't eat me i want to but i don't see how i could do it yeah how how am i supposed to do it yeah right like how would i do it especially if like stefan's only home from work proper on thanksgiving yeah i don't have the like ability to like be prepping stuff that week and i you know well the thing is ellis doesn't take a big nap during the day either so it's not even like you could set aside like one or two things you're gonna do during a nap like that's taken from you so it's like your whole day. Yeah, it's the whole yeah. day I'm with him. Yeah. Like, all the way up until he's in bed, and Stephanie yeah. never doesn't come home until after Ellis is asleep. Yeah, and yeah. after we've, like, even started doing dinner. So, yeah. like, I find myself really saddened by mm. not being able to get it 
to get, and I don't want it to be like a pull it together. Right, you know what I right, mean? right, right. I want it to be something like, you know, I, I see the visions of like, I hear you say, mm-hmm. and Simon will probably help Jesse make a pie or yeah. like something. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that so yeah. badly. But and the like, reason they can do that is because I'm with Oscar. Like, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, That's the no. only way that that works. Exactly. Yeah. And, but like, and in our house, even if Stefan was with one and I was with the other, the other would just immediately be like to uh-huh. the parent that they're not with, right? Uh-huh. Or, you know, like let's say I'm cooking with Katie Bell. Katie Bell, I want to help. I want to help. I want to mm-hmm. help. But by help, it's I want to do whatever I want to right. do. Yeah. And do it as dangerously, like put my big curly hair near the flame yeah. or like just, you know, put my finger in my nose and then stick it in to the like, what yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're just not at a point. Having them help is really, it, it's, it's a so, lot of extra work. Right. It's a lot of extra work on top of. Yeah. And I'm getting a little, and it's like it's such a, I'm at such a hard place of connecting all the visuals that you get mm-hmm. fed. Oh, yeah. Of Children helping, helping or playing on their own while right. you're doing stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know. With what my reality is at the moment. Right. And then I start thinking about Christmas mm-hmm. and, like, all the fun things. I'm like, oh, I want to make cookies. Like, I have this genuine urge, Teresa. Totally. To make some. Fuck up my mom's old cookie press. Oh, that sounds awesome. I want to make these cookies so bad. Yeah. And I'm just like. When the fuck am I going to have to stay up late to make cookies? I know, which is like, no, it's, I don't su- do it's that. such a punishment. It's, it's like, a pun- <laughs> you know, it's like. It is. And so that's where I am. Huh. I yeah. mean, are you, I mean, and I don't know if it's, I, I'm sure that a lot of this is, you know, fiction that you see online mm-hmm. and fiction that you see on TV mm-hmm. and like. You know, uh, the truth where people nail it for that, like, five minutes and they get a picture mm-hmm. nailing it of yeah. their kid enjoying their craft or their kid helping with something or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I know all that's yeah. take to take all of it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Am I- no, I'm totally with you. I think um, I think for me, like, again, like, um, probably part of it is that to you the cooking specifically is really important right. whereas like for me I can feel good by like turning on the Christmas music mm. setting up the tree um I don't know some like there's things that I can do to feel like I'm enjoying the holidays with my kids that remind me of growing up right. and stuff like that that aren't specifically these kind of like um, cooking projects that are actually or projects, intensive work or projects right. are projects. intensive work that's yeah. a lot of work and I think but I mean, I do. I am somebody who likes to bake cookies, and like I used to bake more, and yeah. um, and like I I think that um, and the holidays do bring out that like yeah. feeling. I kind of like want to make something like that. But I think I really have to believe, and maybe some of our uh, listeners with older kids can let us know that like part of this is the age of our kids. Like it really, really is. And I know that that doesn't make it better right now, but like I think. For me, I just, I never, sometimes I feel bad about not, like, cooking more in the kitchen with Simon and so that he can help and we can do those things. Again, I'm totally seeing those images of the kids, plural, are helping mom in the kitchen. Right. And it's, like, it's really hard to, like, it's also, like, our kitchen, there's not a lot of, like, space to actually yeah. cook stuff. And so everybody's crammed into this one weird corner next right. to a toaster oven. And, like, <laughs> it's just not, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just yeah. not, um... And I think, like, I don't, I just don't do any of that stuff because I'm, I assume 
that in like a few years, those moments will open up somehow. Right. Like those moments you'll be hanging around at home, we'll be listening to the music and blah, blah, blah. And it will suddenly be, there will be an opening for that. Yeah. Like it will be, it will make itself available. Like yeah, the kids can, will be busy or I whatever. I remember with Katie Bell, like by the time she yeah. was Ellis's age, we were cooking again. We were doing really? stuff again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we were, you know, like, yeah. And I, it, I'm going to say it. Okay. It was a little easier. It was easier. It was easier. Yeah. Because now I've got two of them. Yeah. It's really different. And it's really yeah. different. And, I mean, there were certainly difficulties with just Katie Bell. Oh, yeah. But it, for me, in this particular area yeah. of, like, yeah. a project, you yeah. know, like, it still— And I know, like, you're, you're right. When he's three, it will be—because I see three-year-olds. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look how— now they are playing by themselves, mm-hmm. really, like a lot, yeah. you know, enough for me to do a thing. Um, or, or at least if he's going off, you don't have to wonder, like, is he going to get hurt? Is right. He gonna, as you know, much, as right. much. Like, yeah. you can be kind of keeping well, half maybe an they'll egg. really be interested in television more by then. Yeah, like, sure. Like, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I mean, is this crazy? But I—maybe this is just crazy, but, like, I actually think it would be okay for you if you wanted— to just get a babysitter one day so that you can prepare like all the stuff you want to prepare. Know, like, no, is that... I mean, yeah, no, it's, and I have like babysitters coming in, but you like, do. here's the problem with the, with that right uh-huh. now, right yeah. now, is that, you know, the times that I have the babysitter are so filled with, say, the show or right. the grocery store because I want to go without the kid. Right. And like that extra time is not necessarily super available and they should have to take the kids away. They yeah. couldn't be in the house with me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all, like, it's so funny. Stefan will go to his parents with the kids. Yeah. And everybody, the report back is, they were great. The kids were just playing with yeah. everybody. And I, and I the, when I go with them, yeah. it's mama, 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 right. mama. Like, it's like such a different dynamic. Completely. Even so somebody my, would have to take them away. They'd have away. to literally take them. And what's them weird about that also is that, then you you're still not getting that image that you right. want. Like I want you that want image. them to be there. You do want them to be there. You just want it to work. Part of the way it has to work, and I think yeah. this is what we'll wrap off up on, is part of how to get that to work, I know is my expectations. Mm-hmm. We were reading, like, you know, I, I can reference Curious George out the wahoo mm-hmm. of how patient that man is mm-hmm. with how much shit that monkey messes up, oh, okay? Yeah. But, like, we were reading, like, Pinkalicious's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know. We always have all the—we have holiday books mm-hmm. for every holiday mm-hmm. in the garage, and you pull them out. So out comes this Pinkalicious one. And those two kids are—were the worst, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, you know, mommy is making the—you know, all the stuff, and mommy has to go to the store and, you know, make sure you remind daddy who's out mowing the lawn that— <laughs> fucking family you know to like pull the turkey out in time or whatever yeah and so the kids just wander into the kitchen and they're like oh we'll help mash these potatoes without asking anybody and take fucking tennis rackets and start mashing those potatoes Hmm. and i'm reading that and i am like you're pissed i'm pissed yeah i am so angry (laughs) at like the disaster that that is in that kitchen and like (laughs) But if you let the kids come in and go, because that's where I am right now, because I'm so tired right. and I'm so far yeah. from my day to day, that the idea of making it fun, yeah, that's is, not what you is want. not. I'm like, don't, yeah. don't, don't use a fork, like, yeah. don't spin so fast it flies out. Yeah, and I'm like, that is on me. 
And that is on me. My children do not know how to cook. Right. <laughs> right. They cannot, in fact, follow directions. But you're good about your you your approach if you're doing crafty stuff with them is more relaxed. Like what if you approached cooking where you were like, this is an art project and you like just said, like, we're just going to work on this together right. and see what we get and who knows what we're going to end up with. Mm. Like. Is that anything? Like, if you just pretend in your mind that these, like, cookies that we're baking or whatever, like, whatever holiday dish that you want right. to make is, like... Some special magic craft form. Like, that it's a craft that you're making with them together. And, like, you have... You know that approach that you have where you're, like, we're just going to do this and hopefully it'll work. Right. And I don't really know. It might not turn out the way that I expected it to. Right. But, like... Like, would that translate for you at all? Like, would May, that? Well, I mean, that's just it. Is whatever it is. Yeah. I've got to shift it. Yeah. And let it translate for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I, I don't want this to turn in to, you know, like my birthday, where it's like, right. well, whatever. Yeah. We just won't do anything. Right. I'll just go sit in the thistle field and eat some thistle. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Eeyore. You know what we I don't mean? want like, like sad biz saying we didn't do anything this year because it's impossible. Right. Like, that's and, 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 so like, sad because then it's over and then you're like. And then I'm like, I missed it. Yeah. Now I have to wait a whole another year. Yeah. We so don't want that. You'll probably see me rally at some point in time. Okay. And I'll try and make it look as true to life. Thank as you. As it is. I think we would all appreciate Look that. Look for the wine glass and the tears. Yeah. Uh, and all that. Because uh, my kids are off for the whole week. Oh, wow. So we there's no, like, you're off the day before or half day. So they day. have Thanksgiving week off. And then when do they? When are they off for so, Christmas? Oh, Christmas, and... it's three weeks. It's three weeks and a day because Whoa. we live in Pasadena where the Rose Bowl parade happens. Oh, right. And the Rose so Bowl floats to... block. Yeah. All, enough schools in town yeah. the next day. That's amazing. To make all the schools have to shut down. Yeah. Oh, the holidays. Oh, the holidays. Ding a ling a ling. Learning to read is the single most important skill that kids need to learn, yet so many of them are still struggling by the time they hit third grade. But now, there's an app for that, Uka Island. It's designed to be as fun as any non-educational kids app out there, so that they'll love playing and not even realize that they're learning to read. It's all based on research, and it really works. In fact, I am actually using it with Katie Bell, and we have a friend of Katie Bell's who's using it as well. Uh, and he is somebody who has been struggling with reading. And so he is getting a totally different experience out of it than my daughter, who is about halfway there on her reading skills. And one of the things I love the most about it is they send you an email after your kid has been playing that lets you know what they've been doing in the app. So it sort of tells you how their reading is going along the way. To get a Black Friday 30% discount for One Bad Mother listeners only... Go to ukaisland.com slash onebadmother and buy your subscription today before the end of the weekend. Again, that's ukaisland.com, O-O-K-A-I-S-L-A-N-D.com slash onebadmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 
206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Well, I used my genius mom brain to figure out what my four-year-old was trying to say, even (laughs) though he was saying completely the wrong words. Um, He kept telling me that he wanted, really, really, really wanted to watch the teenagers commercial. Wow. I'll say it again. He really wanted to watch the teenagers commercial. Can I guess? yeah, sure. Is it from Peg Plus Cat? No. Okay, because they say teens a lot on I it. know. All right. He never, no. Okay. So teens. listen to this. Uh-huh. I figured out that he was trying to say the Avengers cartoon. He got, av- he says teenagers when he's trying to say Avengers because he doesn't, not familiar with that word yet. Yeah. And he's totally mixed up on the concept of cartoon versus commercial. Like he doesn't know the difference between cartoons and commercials. Wow. So I sorted there? that shit out. Do you let him watch it? Uh, I haven't like found it. Where is it? It's like on Disney or something. Yeah, I'll it's get like it for Disney him. XD or whatever. I'll get it for him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll pretty much get him what he's asking. If he's asking for it, <laughs> you want to go on some violent cartoons? Yeah. Here you go. It's totally it fine. I, everything I'm fucking done. Everything I've said before doesn't apply <laughs> anymore because I'm too tired. I know. I know. Isn't it? Isn't it? There. I guess that's the upside of of surrender. <laughs> whatever. Good. Good job Thanks. figuring that out because that's actually difficult. It was difficult. That's I was difficult. very proud of it. It took me a second. I sat there. I was like using my Simon yeah. translator. And then I was like, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Good job. Um, okay. I like puzzles, mm-hmm. like jigsaw puzzles. We all know this. Mm-hmm. I have, over the course of many years, tried to come up with a number of ways to have puzzles happening. I had a puzzle caddy. That I that was like you know fold like a giant briefcase mm-hmm. and I could do a puzzle and if I wanted to stop you fold it back up yeah it would slid under my couch. Last year for Christmas I was like oh they've come out with this deluxe table that like the legs kick out mm. it's beautiful and wood and you open it up and it's felt lined and you can do the puzzle and fold fold up and I could sit anywhere I want mm. to do the puzzle yeah and I got it Ooh, for Christmas yeah. last year Great. and it actually was a kind of a piece of shit oh. it like fell like it kept breaking and like things weren't working and then the cat sat on it and literally oh. ripped it in half and oh. it, which shouldn't have been the case for this mm-hmm. particular thing mm-hmm. and I'm like that leaves me only being able to do a puzzle on the dining room table where my cats will inevitably drag their behinds over it mm. and knock it on the floor because your cats love dragging their behinds on they your dining are, room table. They're just like, yum, guys. That's Come where over they for go dinner. to drag you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, they're like fighting. They're like, Rah! And then they yeah, like, yeah. get across. Oh, like, yeah. Our table is just like oh, yeah. claw marked. Oh, and it always rolls off. And then I cry. Oh, I am like Katie yeah. Bell working on a bead necklace. And then the beads fall yeah. off. That is Tears. how I feel. Tears. And it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. I, there's got to be a way to fix this. Yeah. And people sell basically felt uh-huh. And like with like a board or beam in it, and then mm-hmm. you just you do the puzzle on the felt, and then you can roll it up, Ooh. and it keeps it in place. And I was like, I am made of felt in this house. That's I got a really ton of felt. Cool. And that, and I had a, uh, a wrapping paper roll. Yeah, and I glued the felt to the end of it. Okay. And I mean, it's I wouldn't sell it or anything. Right. People have been making. I mean, I know people yeah. can you can make these. Yeah. Uh, but it's doing a good enough job. That I can unroll it, work on the puzzle, 
roll it back up and just slide it to the side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could do this in front of down. Like, I no, wish I could I do it No, I can totally else, picture it. But I can do it yeah. on the dining room table at yeah. least. And it has kept the puzzle together. That's great. I Good just job. Felt, yeah, it has nothing to do with my family. Good. <laughs> Hi, I have a genius for you. I just put it up on the Facebook page <laughs> and someone said I should call it in. So I thought I'd <laughs> let you know my special genius. Um, I always had my daughter asking for things at the store. And so one day I just decided, why don't we take a picture and it can be on your wish list for your birthday. And so we kept using it birthdays and Christmas. Uh, we'd just take pictures in advance anytime, even when it wasn't around Christmas time, we just take picture and she would think, Oh, it's, it's going to be kept. And she was so excited that she would get to be in a cute picture <laughs> and she stopped bothering me for the rest of the shopping trip whenever I did this. So maybe this will work for other moms. Anyway, thank you guys for your show. Bye. Isn't that yeah, great? Great. I love using great the technology. Idea. I know. We had like a friend of mine, I don't think he ever, maybe maybe he called it in. I can't remember if I made him call it in. Uh, but he, like, the what he did was the kid was like, you know, I want to have this candy bar. And he's like, well, if you have this candy bar now, oh, you can't yeah. have dessert later. And yeah, he's he like, yeah, that's in. cool. Yeah. And, and he's like, all right. And he videotaped his kid saying it. Yeah, saying so it. when the kid started yeah. freaking out later, he played it back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is just the same so kind of good. thing. We need to be using yeah. our technology for good. For good. I really like, I'm actually going to try this. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I really like this idea. Simple, sweet, to the point. Totally. Good job. Failures. Fail. You suck. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so I'm surrounded by them right now. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I've got a few. Um, I had a, I had a just like logistical day <laughs> failure the other day. We were going to start out. It was me and the boys. We were going to start out at the playground for a little while and then go to Trader Joe's and be back in time for Oscar's nap. Um, and we went to the park and we had the kids, uh, little scooter, the little like fold up razor mm -hmm. scooter with us and we were playing, we had a great time at the park and then I just forgot the scooter when we left. So ah. we drove all the way to Trader Joe's, I'm sorry, we drove all the way to the grocery store, um, and then we got there, parked, everything's going great, everything's according to plan, Oscar hasn't fallen asleep in the car, we're like getting the cart and I realize the scooter's at the park and it's like a 15 minute drive-ish. Oh, yeah. And maybe 20. Um, and I I did that thought. I had that thought in my head. I'm like, well, if we don't go to the grocery store now, then we're not going to be able to go till later or tomorrow or something. Right. Like, this is the way the day plays out. But if I don't go back for the scooter now, it will probably be gone. Oh, like yeah. I kind of it might be gone now. But like if we wait until we're done grocery shopping, that's like really bad. Oh, no. So and this was like a, a birthday present for Simon from his grandparents. So it's like, you know, yeah, you and they go. like it. And so we we just got back in the car. We drove all the way back to the park. It was there. We got it. But by the time we got there, Oscar had fallen asleep in the car. And like Oscar is if you don't um, let him take the nap when he falls asleep, yeah. then he won't fall asleep later for right. a nap. So like once he's asleep, that's his nap. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this isn't the end of the world. I'll take him home because since he just fell asleep, I can usually transfer him to the bed. But I'm like, we'll get home, you know, we'll do the grocery store later. I'll just get him into bed and Simon and I can have like some quiet time and make some lunch, whatever. So we get home and 
normally the transfer would totally have worked fine, but the landscapers next door were there. And so the leaf blower was like literally right there as I'm trying to bring Oscar into the house and he totally wakes up. So he was done with his nap for the day. And it was like, uh... Then we just had this, like, and I couldn't bring myself to get back, back in, the in the car, car at that point and go back. To the, so we were just in this, like, no man's land Ugh. of, like, hours of what are we doing here? Are we sleeping? Are we eating? Are we playing? Like, yeah. what? Like, it just threw everything off. And you know what? I know you're not supposed to go, like, oh, if only I hadn't left. The, like, who knows how the day would have gone had right. I not forgotten the scooter. Much better. <laughs> but it really sure feels like it would have gone a lot better if I hadn't forgotten the stupid scooter. Oh, I can't wait till my children are old enough to not nap. I'm just like, come on, let's grow out of the nap. At least I know what to expect. Yeah. At least we could be I doing something mean. else. Anyway, I know. I'm sorry. That is a nightmare. It sucked. That sucked. Okay, as I mentioned, Stefan's been gone. My patients went with him, and uh, really Sunday was our last day, and it it just it was a bad day in the house. Mm-hmm. Like I could not keep it together in the house all day. And one of the first things that happened was usually Stefan does pancakes on Sunday, and he's not there, so mine's always like frozen French toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we do the French toast and. Uh, Katie Bell, they both usually sit on the couch with, like, towels over them and have their stuff. I don't—I Katie Bell was where she was supposed to be. Ellis was sitting on the couch. I'd given him a bite of the French toast, and I was like, oh, I need to go grab a fork. Mm-hmm. And I take his plate that has the French toast and the syrup, and I put it on a tray. Mm-hmm. Not in his lap. I don't leave him with it. Mm-hmm. And I go into the kitchen. This is open floor planning. Mm-hmm. It's not big. It's not big. You're not far like, away. I'm like, yeah, you're a few ten steps, steps away. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly I hear Katie Bell say, oh, and I turn around and Ellis has just has gotten the plate and is just dumping it on our new because we just got a couch. Oh my God. I know. And I, I lost my mind. Oh no. I was like, that's it. Why aren't you watching Katie Bell, which is not her responsibility? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I grab it, and luckily there's no syrup on the couch. And uh-huh. Most of it hit the floor, and I'm like, that's it. We're all everybody take your things and go to the table. We are eating at the table. We are stopping the movie. We will watch the movie after this. And I'm, I'm like, literally at one point in time, I was like, literally shrill. Yeah, I was like shrill. Like, yeah. why? Like, I was like, I was so out of control with yeah. the shrillness. And then like Katie Bell's getting really sad. And I was like, I'm like really trying to calm myself down. And, yeah. But like it's coming out in this weird tone of like, I am sorry I am yelling. Yeah. I am so upset. I am yeah. so sorry. It is not your fault. Like I think yelling. Yeah. It's not your yeah. fault. It's not Ellis's fault. I left this here. Why are you crying? Are you okay? I'm sorry if I'm scaring you. She was like, you're not scaring me, but it's our new couch. <laughs> like, the couch is okay. It's just a couch. It's just a couch. It's not a big deal. I shouldn't have yelled about it. It's fine. Let's eat our stuff. And then we'll watch the movie. Oh. Everybody had like two bites and then we're done. Right. Because I had emotionally also ruined their breakfast. Oh. It was just like. I'm so I, sorry. I felt horrible. Yeah. And it just set like a really low bar for the rest of the day. And like, ugh, it's just like, this is why I fear anything holiday right now. Yeah. I yeah so, I've so been there. And I yeah. just, I, yeah. It's really, it's I'm really so bad. sorry. Yeah. Thanks. I was supposed to be watching kiddo. He was bebopping around the living room. That's fine. He ended up crawling back toward the bedroom where my husband was. Husband brings him out. He seems fine, happy. Then there's something in his mouth. I thought it was a Cheerio. It was not a Cheerio. 
It was what I think is half a banana slug. (laughs) I'm so grossed out right now. It's ridiculous. How the hell did he get half a banana slug? I mean, maybe through the dog door? I don't know. It just fail all over the place. Fail. Thanks for listening. Bye. The larger question yeah, is, where's, where's the, the other, other half? half? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm like, there's nothing. What's grosser than gross? Biting into a worm and finding half an apple? I, I mean, not biting into right. a worm and finding yeah. half an apple. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. Thanks. That's a one. That's a good one. Biting into an apple, guys, and finding half a worm. But yes, where is the other? Not yeah. to like make your fail any worse. But, but yeah. yeah, that's pretty gross. But given the other similar fails that have been called in, yeah. at least it wasn't somebody's poop. Yeah, true. Which Or would, something sharp. Or something sharp. Good job. <laughs> I guess. Sort of. Kind of. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. Teresa, yes. Let's call a mom. Great. Uh, Let's call her while she's in the car. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) This week, this week we are calling singer-songwriter Amy Helm. Welcome, Amy, and please inform us that you are officially parked. Thank you very much. I'm officially parked in a shady spot of the... uh, parking lot, and um, I'm ready to go. This may be the most mom interview we've ever yeah. done, given the moms we've talked to who literally are hiding in closets so their children can't find them. Yeah, or like, we've we've definitely interviewed a few moms that are like nursing yeah. sleeping, or holding sleeping babies yeah, while they've been interviewed. Yeah, for sure, but this... This, this is yet always, another type. Yeah, this is pretty good. That's always, that's always sweet when they're nursing and... Mine are, on, are four and seven now, so doing an interview with you with them in the background, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know how we'd even get to hello, honestly. <laughs> you may have my children in your car. Uh, well, let's, let's get started with what we always love to ask our guests, which is who lives in your house? Okay. Well, in my house, it is myself and my two little boys, Lee, Henry, and Huey. Lee is going to be eight in February, and Huey just turned four. Wow. That is a lot of boys, says the person with one boy and one girl. And uh, (laughs) they they really, they're they're big spirits. (laughs) <laughs> we should come up with a list yeah, of all, all the, the ways yeah. that people try not to sound like yeah. dicks when they explain that their children are completely, because I, this is my my yeah. daughter, she I thought she was a lot, and then I had my son he's about to turn two, and since birth, he has been a lot. A lot and more. A lot more. You said he's yeah. more. He's you more. said he's more he's many just times. more. <laughs> so yeah, we should come up yeah. with a list of that. Um, That's funny. All right, so let me uh, let me uh, let's start off. We want to talk about you've got a a a new. This is your you have a debut album coming out, and well, it's come out, and it's called Didn't yeah. It Rain. And yeah. it, sometimes that can lead people to think that you are brand new to the music industry, which you are not. But it is your first right. solo album, and yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit. You had kind of a lot 
going on during the making of this album. You you already had one child. You then had another child during this process. You yeah. went through a divorce, and your father passed away. And all of these yeah. things uh, really seem to not be the most helpful for the creative process <laughs> or trying to get anything done. And I yeah, guess... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it but, was... Uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I just was wondering how you stayed focused and, and how much this influenced this album. Yeah, you know, it, it hugely influenced influenced the record. And um, I think that I, you know, I have to say, I think that my children kept my focus because mm-hmm. um, I think that's the incredible thing about, about uh, becoming a parent and sort of growing in in your relationship to your children and getting stronger and getting deeper in that, in, in that incredible blessing that that relationship is, you know, it's kind of a, even, even when it's crazy, even when it's loud, even when it's tantrums and, you know, macaroni and cheese on the wall, it's still, there's this incredible kind of sanctuary I find um, in, in growing with my kids and, and, really having to be present for them and having to be consistent and and loving and patient and when you have to reflect it to them you've got to you got to do it with yourself um so i i found that that uh, they kept me grounded and um certainly i i ended up re-recording this record mm-hmm. actually as my as this kind of hurricane took off in my life i needed different songs to reflect what was happening and I needed to be able to um, tell the story more clearly and more deeply. So I, I rewrote stuff. I resang stuff. I, I, I looked around for other songs from other writers till I could kind of tell a clear, clear and honest story about about what had happened over the, the four or five years. Well, you know that's that is exactly what my next question was. You, you do call this album an a an album of stories that you really wanted to tell, and if you listen to this album, the story, if in order, the story seems to be one of way up, down, up, down. I mean, it is it is quite a roller coaster of you know of healing and then celebration and then sort of the need to heal again and then celebration and uh, yeah. which is probably which is incredibly reflective of of life uh, as it were uh, but i wondered if if that was i think i already know the answer to this but it was that the goal of the order that you put this in and is there a favorite story of yours on this album mm the order of the record, you know, I couldn't, I, I was so close to all of mm. it, of course, I couldn't, I wasn't able to really have that objective um, vision and ears and, and, you know, hearing it, seeing it, kind of putting it together as a story. And I think that, you know, uh, Dan Littleton, actually, who plays guitar in my band, and he co-wrote some of the songs, and he really helped you know, basically produced the mixing of the record and did the sequencing, and he kind of put it into the order that he felt told the story. And um, like all really good friends, I think he saw the story before I did. You know, when you yeah. when you're when you're that deep in all that stuff, it's hard to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And um, he did that. And in terms of a favorite story, you know, I. I um I do like Didn't It Rain, which is on the record, because I feel like it really, uh, that was one of the last songs that I added to the record, mm. and it has a feeling like, 
you made it through. Yeah. And, um, and I also, you know, the way that song came about really reflected the synergy and the chemistry that my band and I were developing at the time. We kind of came up with that arrangement. All of us individually sort of uh, just kind of throwing in something and having it grow out of, you know, just grow out of the ether, that song and that arrangement. And um, I guess I think that one feels like a celebration. Yeah. And feels like a good a good sort of... um a final moment to, to something that was very, that was a really painful and, and hugely changing time for me. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your history. Your, your father was Levon Helm from the band, and I mean the band. <laughs> if there's like any yeah. of our listeners, because we do have a lot of young listeners and, you know, I, I, I'm older. Uh, and if there's anybody out there who's unfamiliar with who that is, I'm going to probably ask you to go just stop the podcast right now and go download the band. I cannot tell you how many times I have listened to The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down throughout the course of my life. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of other really iconic and significant contributions uh, to the history of our American music by by these guys and by your father. And I, I kind of was wondering what it was like for you uh, and your path as a musician with a father who who was as successful as he was. And I ask this because I think regardless of the field one's parents excelled at, it, it's got to be hard for kids to try and do the same thing if they feel that's their calling too. Did you just know or or did you try to avoid it? I, I definitely knew it was my calling and I definitely tried to avoid it. Oh, um, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I was, you know, when I was younger, I wasn't as, um, I, I don't know, you know, it wasn't, um, it, I wasn't really aware of his, uh, I wasn't aware of it as much when I was younger. Well, I that's think. true. I think that's that's true of a lot of people who have parents that are in the public a lot. They're, they're just not yeah. connected with, with what right. they do. Yeah, it's when you get to be a teenager that, uh, you know, or you know, you do a tiny gig in a bar and you realize that all the people in the bar all are kind of seeing you in a certain light. If they know who your parents are, that, you know, it's easy to, to take on those projections and it's easy to put those projections on people. We all do it. I do it to people, too. Um, and I think that, you know, I walking through that was a big part of my um, my commitment to becoming a singer and devoting myself full-time to music was definitely walking through some of that fire. Mm. And, uh, and I did it with his, you know, I did it by his side um, in a way that was very cool, which, which sort of contained him being a good dad and giving me, giving me the, uh, the faith and the courage to kind of try it, but also really having to find myself, my autonomy to, to stand up on stage with him and and do it and and walk through that fire and yeah. uh, feel that feel those expectations and feel that insecurity and 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 decide to sing for myself because I had to do it you know I had to so tell you. That's, that was that was my journey with that I it's <laughs> I do not I we constantly on the show say I don't understand how anybody gets through the day as a parent 
right? But then I hear these stories and I'm like, how do any of us become the people that we become? You know, like I listen to that journey and I can totally imagine or be empathetic to being on that stage and, and like this idea of that journey you had to go through and coming to grips with that and coming out of it, at, you know, with some sort of peace and with some sort of, you know, I guess resolution for yourself while others might just be like, screw this. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, right. And I think about yeah. my, it suddenly makes me deeply reflect on my children and like, yeah. I, oh, because you don't want to let them do stuff and then you want to let them do stuff because you got to let them, ah, that is, that, yeah, I just. You have to let them. And also, you know, I mean, I, I haven't really thought about this till we've just been talking about it, but. You know, looking at it from the perspective of a parent, I mean, my dad certainly could relate to, to my musical insecurities, and he was fantastic in helping me and helping anyone, you know, you know, face that and recognize that everybody gets afraid and everybody is afraid of falling down and failing, whether you play music or you do carpentry or whatever it is, you know, but, but he... So he could relate to that part of it, but he couldn't relate to that other piece of it. He didn't know what it was like to have to, you know, yeah. come up and stand. And, and, and I think that, that was it was powerful to know that I was like, no matter how loving and amazing he was with his arms around me through that experience, I was experiencing something that he could never, he could never reach me there. And that's hard as a parent to see your kid walking through something that, you know, all you can do is empathize, but you can't really exactly share the experience with them. Oh, why did I do this? Uh, why did I become a parent? Uh, okay, last last question. Uh, speaking of the joys of parenting, um, your kids, what do they, do they enjoy your music? Is there music in the house? Do they enjoy it? Or are they like almost every other child in the world who's like, shut up, mom, stop singing. <laughs> and we oh, fucking hate the God. band. <laughs> like, are they, are they just like. <laughs> oh, the shut up moms are so many and prevalent in my life right now. I don't know what's worse if I, if I'm singing along to something that they're, because they love their music. Right. My four-year-old, my four-year-old just got a boom box for his birthday and he, I'm telling you, man, he gets dirty deeds going on that boom box <laughs> and he shuts the door. He's like, he's like four going on 16. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and then my seven and a half year old has got his, that they love outcast. They're into that song. Hey, yeah. And all that stuff. <laughs> And if I walk in and sing along, it's shut up. But God forbid I start dancing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm just so glad to know that everybody out there, like, because I always imagine, like, you always, again, we talk about, like, these completely distorted images of what people's lives are like at home. And when I think of somebody who is a musician, I just imagine, like, everybody is just, oh, mom, bring out the guitar and, like, Gather around. let's sing together yeah. as a family. And I'm just so happy to hear that's total and utter bullshit <laughs> oh it's such in my house at least for me that's total utter bullshit <laughs> oh i can't believe i can't even tell you i could go on and i could regale you with stories of being completely shot down by both my kids constantly <laughs> with the music <laughs> well amy we want to thank you so much for joining us and we're going to link everybody up to where they can get the album didn't it rain and just thank you for for making the album and thank you for coming on and talking to us and Thank you for not driving during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, guys. Thanks for your patience with everything, and I, I sure enjoyed it. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. There's just sometimes I need to hear a perspective. Oh, yeah. Other people's perspectives. Yeah. And there's always like a thread of like, you know, solidarity and like mm. unity that we mm-hmm. all share. But mm-hmm. like it is nice. Parenting is hard. There is. <laughs> Anyway, the album is really great. And it really is just this journey of like ups and downs in the songs. And I I find it very comforting, given that that is how my life feels all the time. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what my life also feels like all the time? A mom having a breakdown. Let's listen to One Call Now and have a, a little rant. I'm calling with a mom rant. I am a relatively new listener. I'm only on episode 24, but I assume you're still taking rant. <laughs> I am calling. Um, I have a 15-month-old son. He um, got diagnosed with double ear infections and RSV on Friday. It is now Tuesday. We've had a very rough weekend and couple of days, terrible sleep. He's also getting molars, so that is not helping. Mm. We've been back and forth to the doctor. This is his second round of RSV, which I was so, so, so upset when I found out he had it again. He had it um, when he was five months old, which was um, harder, but this time has been very difficult as well. And the worst part is he is refusing to nurse, which is just tearing me up and I will be really really sad if this is the way that we wean um but yeah there's nothing I can do about it but um I really really hope that that turns around and on top of that today is my birthday I had to go into the office and leave um my son home with my husband and pretend make stupid small talk about my birthday when I'm really, really, really sad and upset. So it's just been a crappy few days. Um, thanks for listening. I love the show. Man. Man. First off, our rant line will never die. Yeah. <laughs> Even if this show dies, I will leave that line open. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad she called. I'm really glad yeah. she called, too. I, I There is... There is something about that, like, ear infection thing where there are a lot of kids who get them, like, all the time. Who They mm-hmm. just stay. I know yeah. a lot of parents whose kids just stay in yeah. ear infections most yeah. of the year. And it is, it's, like, so unfair 
A, for the kid. But but it's unfair when you're working so hard on all the sleep, whatever it is that you're doing to get your kid to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then comes the ear infections, which is just a night. You just can't. And you can't do anything about it. Mm-mm. You can't, like, besides Tylenol and, like, antibiotics or whatever, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Your kid's just in pain and they're unable to sleep. So you are stressed out from not being able to really help your kid very much. I mean, there's nothing besides comforting them. And you're up mm-hmm. all night. And the teething. Like, that is, it's like such an added layer to the already sleep de- like sleep-deprived state that we yeah. find ourselves oh, in. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like one thing when your kid's just not sleeping. And then there's that added element of your kid also hurts. Totally. That just sucks. And, I mean, the the nursing thing is pretty big, too. Yeah, like, it's a let's really, acknowledge yeah, that, too. Yeah, I want to get, yeah. You know, like, I mean... I think just any time that's happening, it's it just escalates. I don't know what it does to your hormones, but it's it's hard. Yeah. It's something, and it's really it makes everything feel a lot harder. And a, and I can see just being in tears at work on your birthday. I mean, well, I, my you know. favorite one of my favorite things she said was, "And I have to sit here and do all the small talk about my birthday." Ugh, yeah, and, yeah, and all you want to do there are like there is no greater moment. Then when your kid's sick and you're tired and you want to be home and you can't be home yeah. and you have to like just walk around yeah. like, yay, everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. Right. You don't want to be there. Mm-mm. You are doing such a good job. Yes. I mean, for real. Yeah. That you didn't just take cake job. and shove it in people's face. <laughs> Here's your fucking cake. Right? Like, because everybody just likes your birthday at the office because they get cake. So like, go fuck yourselves, birthday office cake. Uh, you're doing so great. You're doing great. Yeah. And hang in there. Yeah. Be nice to yourself. Yeah. You're doing okay. Happy birthday. I hope he feels better soon. I know. I hope he feels better soon, too. Teresa, yes. What did we learn today? That Thanksgiving is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, let me tell you what I dislike learning on this show. I dislike learning that a lot of it is about me and not the best way. You know, like you know, so it's like. Who likes turkey and needs an attitude adjustment and has two thumbs? (laughs) This guy, right? Like, it's not... No, it's a tough situation to be in, though, too. Like, don't... I don't think... I don't want that to be the whole takeaway. No, it's not the whole takeaway. But, like, there is something to be said about one of the elements that makes parenting hard Mm -hmm. is that you have to be better than Mm. you want to be sometimes. Yeah. Okay? Totally. I would love to just... Somebody on Facebook, I had posted recently about, like, patience and how do you help Mm -hmm. yourself. And one woman's therapist had said, go buy a bunch of, like, thrift store china and go find a safe place and smash it. And I – because that is what I physically want to do when I get crazy. I want to make a big mess. I want to take, like, a baseball bat to, like, a t-ball and just – right? And I – but, like, that's – that you have to do these things. You have mm. to make yourself better. You have yeah. to like rise to the occasion, as it were. Yeah. Um, and I think that that I don't like that always being my personal takeaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a more fun takeaway, I think you know we should make the effort, I guess, to find mm-hmm. the the fun in the season. And I, I think it's also 
not expecting it to be the entire holiday season. This mm, is a great one true. where it's about yeah. the little moments, yeah. a 30-minute window yeah. of a fun like holiday thing, mm-hmm. whether it's cookies or a craft project or listening to records or watching your favorite holiday show, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, and really being there, mm-hmm. uh, that's probably more important. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. And it also takes you out of that feeling of like, Oh, I'm not doing this whole thing. This whole holiday season is screwed. Like, you know, that just kind of like making everything seem bigger than it actually is, like, I, which I totally have a tendency to do, like to just take it down into like what's going on today. Right. What's going on today? Let's work on today. And of course, the last important takeaway is hashtag hiding in the bathroom yes. is back. I'm everybody. so excited, you guys. Like, I'm so excited to hide in the bathroom with you guys. I know. This show is literally coming out. During the Thanksgiving holiday, yeah, there are so many times you're going to need to hide in a bathroom. Somebody I, might be listening to this right now in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. Good job. Good job if bathroom. you are. Good job. <laughs> Good job. For all of you in hotels with only one room and the kids are trying to go to sleep and you're hiding in the bathroom so you can have mm. some time, yep. send one partner down to the hotel bar, bring back two drinks. Yep. It makes sitting on the floor of the bathroom a little more comfortable. Yes. Uh, bring Netflix, that shit, mm-hmm. in there. Yep. Uh, you guys are doing great. Yeah, you are. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. You are doing it. You are surviving Thanksgiving right this minute with family and small, tiny children or obnoxious, sullen teenagers. Uh, You're doing it. You're driving. You're flying. You're staying at home. It doesn't matter. You're fucking doing it. And yeah. You're doing a really, really good job. Yeah, you really, really are. Really. And it's really extra hard. It is. And you're totally doing it. You are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa? Yeah. You are doing a good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. And we are going to talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, busting by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, busting by, not low down mama blue. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.